It's your girl, Miss Ruby V, on the Ruby V Exclusive, and this is the Boom Bap Hour Uncut. We are talking to West Coast royalty today, okay? <laughs> Icon, Grammy-nominated activist out here speaking women's empowerment before it was popular or hashtag the best in the West. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't play with my yo-yo on the yo, line. yo. Yo, yo, don't try to play me out. Don't try to play me out. <laughs> yes. How are you? Thank you. Yes, how are you today? I am doing amazing. Sitting in the beauty shop, getting hair braided. Feeling amazing in North Carolina, North Carolina. Okay, okay. Well, you're not too far from us. We are actually um, in Augusta, Georgia. Now, you were actually just here speaking of Payne College. Just there, I, I have some nieces from that college, some adopted, some adopted nieces and nephews that I met when I was there. Yes, wonderful. Yes. So, and we just, you know, definitely love you for the work you're doing out here. You know, we need positive, you know, black women out here, especially a legend such as yourself, reaching out and just giving up your knowledge and wisdom. You know. So thank you. Yep. Yep. And and, and it is necessary. Yep, I'm happy to be watching. Yes, yes. So let's just um, we will, you know, we're gonna talk about your your new uh, music, and I love it. By the way, yes, yes, love it. Um, I love it. Yes, I love it. <laughs> yes, and also just talk about your history, your legendary history, and mm-hmm. you know, how did you come up? Like growing in Cali. Now, what part of Cali are you from? Oh, well, I'm a California girl, so I grew up in all parts of Los Angeles, Compton, South Central, Los Angeles, Watts, you name it, I've been there, I was born in, in Lakewood, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, now, what was it like growing up there? Like, what was the atmosphere like? Well, for me, I've been an entertainer my whole life, so for me, Cali is always what it is. I mean, you know, palm trees and sunshine, beaches community, um, family, parties, picnics, barbecues, gang banging, drug violence, you know, you right. name it, you've seen it. Okay, okay. Now, tell us about how you met um, Ice Cube and teamed up with him, you know, on his record in the men's world, George hit. <laughs> I, I met Ice Cube, I met Ice Cube from um, my the year of high school, he uh, was introduced to me by a guy named who went to school with me. He later um, became a member of the lynch mob. When he was in the transition from leaving NWA, looking for a female artist, he phoned introduced him to me. He got to get and signed a deal. It's still grown. Been like 30 years. I've been singing the same song. Can't play with my show. I debuted on his, his biggest um, his biggest solo album, which was America's Most Wanted, with um, It's a Man's World. Yeah, he introduced me to the world. It was a world band ever since. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, so, you know, we, we see all the uh, new girls in hip-hop coming out right now, when, which, like, uh, like, you paved the way for. So when you first got in the game, how was the climate for women in hip hop? 
Well, it was a struggle. I mean, it's a male-dominated industry, no doubt. Um, I mean, you know, femininity wasn't something I was just, um, I wasn't, you know, looking forward to being a spokesperson for. Um, but as I got into it, you know, it was a lot of men just, you know, dissing women. It was a, just a male-dominated industry. You had two short-calling women bitches. You had Ice Cube and NWA men, take one. Um, uh, bitches, bitch, you know, um, you had two live crew, you know, pop that puss in. You know, you <laughs> right. Just, and I heard you wasn't going for that either. But, um, you know, oh, I, I didn't know what I was going for at first, you know, because at some point I, it was almost like, you know, I understood the bitches they were talking to. I wasn't one of them. But after right. a while, once <laughs> I realized how powerful and how big hip hop was, it came apart and it became a, a choice that I made to really, you know, have a voice. And that's where the that's where the contradiction came in. Right, right, right. Gotcha. Uh so let let's talk about um love love and hip hop Hollywood. So you just finished taping that, right? I just finished taping. We just wrapped up the reunion and get ready for our seven. My second season on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. And um, so far, so good. You know, we got to get Apple, Apple working on our music. You know, I have a little, have a little trying time with, with with some of the with some of the shenanigans, but yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's nothing too far off of what I deal with regularly. Right, right, and and I just commend you for coming in and you know. <laughs> being a mentor to a lot of women who obviously need a lot of guidance and you know what when I heard that she was on Love and Hip Hop guess what I thought of what I just kept thinking Black Pearl, precious little girl let me lift you up where you belong, you're doing that yeah wow. you're doing you know wow. what I'm saying <laughs> still yeah. you're continuing on your mission for real Mhm, mm mhm. Mm you know, a lot of people ask me, you know, why, why? But you know, when you've been dealing with the community for so long, um, bridging the gap for me, it's not like I, you know, it's more like transition. You know, I've been doing it. I built the school of hip hop in 2011, working with the community. Did, never thought I'd come back to hip hop, um, but I think you know, my obedience, you know, led me to work with. Um, work with young talent, work with women, work with the community, which gave me which gave me more of a, a compassion for what people were really dealing with. You know, it wasn't like I was so far off of what they were really dealing with. You know what I mean? Like, you know, connection was closer than somebody who don't really deal with people who you know, are not you know, the young the young you don't deal with young generation, you have no idea. I mean, before I used to talk about mumble rap and oh, I don't understand it. But when you deal with the community, you got to get to understand it, you know? Can't distance from it and want to work with them. Because then they're right. working at you sideways. Right. They always say you got to meet them where they're at, you know what I'm saying? That's right, yep. Yep, that's right. And, you know, sometimes I'll just be wondering, <laughs> I'm just curious, like, is, is reality shows reality? Or is, do we still have, like, like, do they make a story scripted or, like... <laughs> well, it is a reality show. No, I mean, reality is brought to television. Of course, it is put to, you know, so there is direction. Uh, um, but the direction is the, is the reality. 
do you understand? But they, they, there are people that are in charge. And But no, I mean, it, it is the reality of what's really going on. Um, it is a reality show. I, I thought the same thing coming in there. Like, oh, okay, you know, they'll let me know when some shit is about to go down or some, something's about to happen. But it just happened. I'm like, whoa, whoa. I'm like, uh, whoa, uh, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm like, I, I know they know better than to be throwing some drinks in yo-yo face. Um, hey, listen, listen, listen. Like, uh-uh, hey, baby, pull up on the grass at your mama house. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't even think about What's the trauma about? <laughs> right, right. They better uh, know if they don't know. <laughs> you know, but you, let me tell you something. One thing about this generation, they are fearless. They are focused. Um, you know, um, the same thing that parents are dealing with is what this whole just society is dealing with. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not too, I'm, I'm not too good for it. You know what I mean? And I ain't too cool for it. It ain't like it can't happen. Yeah, am I prepared when it does happen? Okay. More like it, you know? Because, you know, you have so many people that, you know, the disrespect is real. Yeah, they don't really. give a damn who you are and what you come from. You know, they don't give a, they don't care about your history and what you contributed. The disrespect is real. When they can disrespect their mama, what makes you think they can't disrespect you? Mm, yep, you're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, now, what I want to talk about is that iconic collaboration, the I Want to Be Down remix. Tell me mm-hmm. about that experience. I Want to Be Down was one of the biggest collaborations that I think... I want to say women in hip hop. Well, no, our ladies like was a big one too. But we did that way before women were really collaborating. And I think it's the first time hip hop and R B really married. Wow. Love you, but yeah, and so wow. Yeah, so I think you know the fact that we were able to um, put that together. M C Lock and I were on the same label. Time that we ever got a chance to work together. Uh, Brandy was on the same level. It was the first time R&B and, and hip hop ever really kissed. You know, um, uh, it's just the time that Biggie, I mean, um, Diddy signed 112 and all of those. So, you know, it was like a marriage of hip hop, but really females really were still having their voice. So when we came out with I Want to Be Down, with, you know, I get excited with the melodic tunes. I get excited with the mood, but you gotta put me on the shit. Like, I felt that. I loved it. I loved to see all the, you know, um, black women, you know, especially in hip-hop coming together. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Now, I want to talk about a little bit about Tupac. Just a little bit. <laughs> now, after all these years, you know, I never actually knew or heard about, you know, you and him dating. Like, I did not know that you were two times girlfriends. So what was, what was that like? I know everybody wants to know. What was it mm-hmm. like? <laughs> <laughs> like? Like, what was the personality like? I know y'all were great friends, too. You know? He wasn't what his body was. So I'm only joking. No, I'm only joking. Pac was, um, 
you know, he was who he was. I mean, I knew him early on in his career. I had to make with his family. I still work with his sister and her organization, the Tupac Amor Shakur Foundation, where they talk about healing, um, you know, the, um, healing and community uh, support. So, you know, I mean, I, we had a, a real true friendship. You know, it, was, it wasn't love and hip-hop. It was just really two friends who loved each other. I mean, I think it was poetry emotions to see the I mean, we ended up being friends at the end of the day and like I said to this day um, his organization and my organization are partners right right that's beautiful that's really beautiful you know um, and you were like there like all with him all the way to the end right not as far as relationship but as far as friendship yes Yes, but you actually had, were there at the hospital when, you know, he actually yeah, died. Yeah, 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 all that good stuff. But, you know, it, it's, a, it's a touchy situation, you know. I hate to reminisce on it too much because it's so, it's so sentimental to me. But, yeah, I was there, you know. He always, you know, just, just who he was, you know. He was a rebel. He was a hip-hop artist. He was one of the best that ever did it. He's one of the greatest entertainers that i ever seen perform. You know, and I think a lot of people who have watched his uh, story, seen his shows, you know, mimic his style to a certain degree. I mean, you know, he had passion. A lot of people just want to be artists. You know, they Spotify, they do a lot of stuff, but a lot of them lack passion. Tupac was a true passionate artist. He cared about the artistry. He cared about hip hop. Yes, he cared I think about the community. Like, he really had a, a lot of leadership qualities, too. Like, you know, I really think he, you know, could have easily took that next step to be the next, you know, Malcolm or, you know, something that our generation really needed as well. So, yeah, most definitely. Um, now, I remember a 1991 interview seeing a young yo-yo, age 19, Still very strong and already had a strong sense of self and the statement that you wanted to make because you already made the Intelligent Black Women's Coalition and you were very inspired by your mother. What would you tell 19-year-old Yo-Yo now? What would I tell 19-year-old Yo-Yo now? Work out, practice. And I would have told her, um, you don't have to lie to kick it. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. yeah. Um, you know, um, you are right where you are. You know, you don't have to. You, you don't have to prove to somebody. You know, you're you're okay just where you are. Not knowing is good enough, and you will know everything in, in due time. You know, you don't have to act like you know everything right now. You just started. You know, you don't have to act like you know it all. It's okay to be honest with where you are right now in life. People accept it, accept it, and they're receptive to it. When you start faking and shaking, and people, you know, really can't really know where to place you. Yes, yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Now, um, 
let's talk about being on Mars. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I'm Lolo. <laughs> One of my funnest times ever on television, working with Martin Lawrence was one of the best times ever in my career. I mean, just to be with him and watching him work taught me so much. I mean, he always would go off script. He was never script. He would never um, say the lines like they were. It was almost like I was watching a movie the whole time. Very talented and um, a man who kept his word. He called me and said he wanted me to be a part of his show. When Martin came out, I got a call from Warner Brothers and um, he called me to audition, well, to, to read for Key Lolo and I thought I had an audition for it. He was like, no, 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 no. The role is yours. It's powerful for me, oh, you know? That's so, yeah. yes. <laughs> yeah. I know you're so excited about that and it was... Oh, God, I didn't know what to expect. I'm like, what? What the hell is this? What are we about to do? Make fun of black people? What is, what's going on over here? I didn't know what they say. I know what they say. What's going on over here? <laughs> right, right. But it, it, you know, even even with Kilolo, I mean, you did such a good job. Like my uh, one of my favorites when you and Shanae did the talent show. <laughs> hey, listen, and, and they they called me and they said, well, you know, can you write a rap? Can you think you can write a rap? Went wrote a rap, went to the studio, recorded it, came back, and you know, and to hear people still singing that song, like I pulled up at a at a, a port, uh, get ready to go on a cruise one time, and everybody in Florida was like, "Don't nobody know me like my homies." That be all <laughs> up on. I was like, "Really?" <laughs> I'm telling you, everybody loves Kilolo. <laughs> hey, I, I love it too. Yes. Uh, now, let's talk about the work that you do out here, um, you know, with the youth, um, the Yo-Yo School of Hip-Hop and the Black College Expo. Well, the Yo-Yo School of Hip-Hop is an organization I created in 2011. It started out with just um, arts and acts, I mean, just the arts, teaching kids how to um, write rhymes and do hip-hop dance on a professional level. It later turned into production uh, lyrics class, which turned into an essay writing con I mean, uh, program. Um, the beat production turned into a engineering program, a theater, vocal training, and we just bring the talented artists from the industry and they teach the class. To teaching about streaming, tubing, putting their music online, uh, about, you know, uh, public relations. Yeah, and it, it, it led to me becoming the ambassador for the Black College Expo, which I'm on tour for now. And we go around and give scholarships away, you know. Uh, wow. Yeah, and form people of, of, of college, the college experience, um, you know. Yes, it's so important. Education is so important. So, wow, that's so dope you're doing that, you know. For sure. Um, now, I like to ask this question to most people that I interview. What does hip hop mean to you, and why do you feel like it chose you? For me, hip hop is a culture, something that, um, you know, for me, hip hop, what does it mean to me? I mean, hip hop is my life. I mean, it, 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 it's, um, it's community, it's, it's entertainment, it's music, it's culture. 
it's it's um, it's a lifestyle, um, and it's created by by by, by, by the community. You know, it's something that we didn't know what we were doing, and we used our resources to make it as grand as it is, and we pushed barriers, pushed past um, the fear of political um, politicians who really just trying to ban it, shut us up, shut us out, you know? Yeah, and, and why, and why, what, what you ask me? Oh, I was just, oh, why do you feel like hip-hop chose you? Why do I feel like hip-hop chose me? I think hip-hop chose me because I was ready to date hip-hop. I know that dressed. I was dressed and ready to go out with hip-hop. Okay. I love hearing the answers to these questions. <laughs> you were dressed ready to go. Hey, I'm ready. Hey, lipstick popping. Heels okay. on blocking. <laughs> Got to be. All the time. Yes. Is there any artist out there that inspire you, like right now? Like, who inspires you? Or even past artists that you may have been inspired by? You know, my mother inspires me. You know, my kids inspire me. Um, my mother inspires me. The older I get, the more I have a, um, a deeper respect for, you know, I'm inspired how, you know, because I, I finally reached an age where I can get to know who she is, where she comes from, learn her history, to know what she sacrificed and what she went through as a young girl to raise us and, for us to be who we are, that's motivation for me. It inspires me to, um, you know, with nothing, she made everything. Um, she never complained, you know. Um, you know, she, she just didn't care for us. She cared for the community. You know, she didn't just feed us. She fell our friends. You know, and here we are, you know. You know, I have to, you know, I'm inspired because, you know, sometimes they don't bring no friends home. Don't this, don't this, but, you know. Yet my mother was able to do it all, and here I am, you know. Right, right. Supposedly this famous artist, you know, put restrictions on myself. Uh, my kids inspired me because, you know, um, the more I listen to them, the more I realize that I don't know everything and I can learn something from them. Mm. I'm inspired by Queen Lucy to see how far she's come. Beyonce to see her work ethic, and, you know, with all the criticisms, tabloids, and everything that people had to say about her that that's never stopped her. Um, you know, I'm inspired by. Um, I've always been inspired by Oprah, um, just because you know she was a woman that pushed past a lot of barriers, able to you know the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm highly inspired. I'm inspired by, um, you know, just by artists that continue to get up. Anita Baker, you know, just to continue to get up. Even when they feel like the world is listening to them no more, or they're not relevant anymore. Out of the voice. Right, right. But, yes, those definitely are very inspirational. Uh, 
And to me, you know, is the thing that really sounds like important to you is, is, is family. So, I mean, that just goes to show that, you know, I mean, even if you're out in the industry, like, at the end of the day, like, you know, the first thing you said was your mother and your kids, you know? Yeah, you know, and it took me a long time to get to that place. You know, I blamed my mother for a lot when I was younger. You know, I mean, listen, I, I hear when I talk to kids nowadays in school or mentoring kids or, you know, I hear I'm like, you know, this and I have to tell them, nobody owes you nothing. You know, when you get to a place where you can, um, when you realize that, then you, then you start growing. So, you know, you hear a lot of people complaining. And I want them to know it took me a little time to get there. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't just wake up, you know, and, and, and get to this. It took me a long time to arrive at this place, you know, and I came with peace and understanding, you know, love. Yeah. And taking a look at life. Sometimes I look at it. You know, you want it, you want it all, but it don't come like that. You know, it's levels to this. You got to, you know? Right. Self-evaluation that we have to do, too. And we can't get nowhere until we understand where we come from. And I start with the mama. Your daddy. That's, the that's right. and bears, you know, I'm not successful if my kids are not successful. And I don't mean as far as materialistic things. I mean, you know, I'm always in my kids' ass, like, you know, do this to me. Like, do you want to? Yeah, we all got to be great. Okay. I like that. I like that. Yes, yes. So... Um, you know, it's definitely very important. And uh, tell us about Out of Control. I mean, he's still giving it to him. He's still got it, you know? Yo, yo, now, baby, do you? <laughs> you never come through with the poop. You know what? Boy, and I got the poop. You too? I'm cutting yellow. I love Out of Control. I love it. I love the song. I love the people was able to jump on in Tyler Rain on season five of the Rap King. Um, Brittany B, she's on season six of Love and Hip Hop with me. And uh, Picasso, Picasso also premiered on Love and Hip Hop. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's young. It's, I love it. Talking to shit, you know? <laughs> Yes, yes. So that's dope. So, you know, you got on the show and really was able to even, like, collaborate with, you know, some you know, really nice artists and give them a chance to be featured with, you know, a legend such as yourself. So that's really dope. Yes. Yes, yes. Well, yo, yo, before we get out of here, is there any shout-outs you want to give? And how can we find everything yo, yo? Like your social media, music, everything. Well, I am working on a new beauty skin line. Um, the Yo-Yo Beauty Box. So look out for that. You can follow me on all of the um, on all of the uh, uh, Instagrams and all of the social sites at Yo-Yo Fitness. And um, yeah, I just like to talk to um, all the artists out there that's listening right now. You got a passion for it, you know. Got to make sure you 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 show your talent, not just sit in in the microphone on the studio. Don't just be a artist. You know, on Instagram and show you performing and getting out there and uh, create a fan base for yourself. It really matters. Yes, you hear that artist? This is, this is a wise woman talking here. Y- y- y'all listen. <laughs> yes, with the, the jewels being dropped right now. Okay, yes. <laughs> Well, yo, yo, we, oh my gosh, it was such an honor, and I enjoyed interviewing you so much. You are so down to earth and so cool, and I just love your energy and your vibe. (laughs) So thank you so much. I did. I appreciate it. 
Yes. Um, and make y'all make sure y'all go out and check out Out of Control. We're going to be yes. playing it now after this interview. And you want to go ahead and, and walk that in for us, Yo-Yo? It's your girl, Yo-Yo. Uh, it's my new single, Out of Control. What's the drama about? So let me pull up on the grass at your mama house. Hey. Out of Control. Pace Picasso, Brittany B, and Tyler Frey. Yes, yes, and you've heard it here on the Boom Bap Hour Uncut. Give it up for Yo-Yo, yeah! Yeah. (laughs) Hey! Yes, don't go anywhere. Keep it locked. It's the Boom Bap Hour Uncut, y'all. First we all, no we back friends. We both got problems, I must admit. It's getting out of control. No, it's getting out of control. out of control. No, it's getting out of control. It's yo, yo, not baby to you. Cause you never come through with the truth. You a fuck boy and I got the proof. You too loose, so I'm cutting you loose. It's my grind that's been keeping me lit. It's the sun that's been keeping me kissed. It's them squats that been keeping me thick. And I ain't cutting, I ain't not doing shit. Damn. Damn, damn nigga, what the drama about? Don't let me pull up on the grass at your mama house While your lazy ass sleeping on your mama couch Steady popping hot shit, but you copping out, I'm about I'm not the type to sit back and be quiet I'm a riot, you tried it Either you with me or you can get ghost In the trap while I'm coasting the coast First we all know we back friends We both got problems I must admit, it's getting out of control First we all, no we back friends We both got problems, I must admit It's getting out of control, no it's getting out of control Long as he keep it hunting with me, spinning bands don't stress me. I'ma sit this ass on him, know it's heavy like a hefty. Any, mini, mighty mo, keep a nigga on his toes. Once he get a taste of B, he ain't never letting go. I'ma let you do your thing, cause I ain't tryna be your main. Bags, I got a lot of them. He upgrade the rolly, bought me Louis, so I'm proud of him. I'm bossed up, pretty face, body on sheesh. You gotta be a boss when you coming at me. Ha, I'm Brittany B. Love, T Rain, I'm the girl that he dream about. Not a basic cheat, don't need no man for no clout. I'm a Try to play First we all know we back friends. We both got problems. I must admit, it's getting out of control. No, it's getting out of control. Out of control. No, it's getting out of control.
building. 